Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. I try to teach you, try to show you, new ideas, new ways of thinking about things, and different understanding of spirituality, and how to make your life easier. And so, I'm going to um, talk about basically two things today, Never, even though I never stay on anything I say like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're going to try. We're going to try. Um, every now and again, I check to see, you know, where the podcast is and what it's doing and stuff like that, you know. And so I happen to see something that it's doing very well in the Philippines. <laughs> I was so shocked. I wasn't quite sure whether they spoke English there or not, but apparently they do. And so apparently they like what's on this podcast. So it's just amazing to me the countries that this show's up in. It's it's astonishing to me. But anyway, that's the way it is. So that's good. Um, you, know, <laughs> um, you know, I'm around people. I don't live totally as a hermit or a monk. I'm around people. And you know what astonishes me? Um, is how much drama everybody has. My God. And we're so involved in our drama. I think it's what keeps us alive, to be honest with you. I think it's as important as air. I think if we didn't have drama, we would die. <laughs> so <laughs> it amazes me. I don't really have any drama. Um, I just watch other people's drama. And then I noticed um, through a friend of mine um, that the drama in their life is not enough. They have to watch it on TV as well. So you have to have the drama of your everyday life and the drama on TV as well to keep you alive. What can I say? Maybe that's why I'm half dead. <laughs> Maybe I need to have some drama or something. Yes, it's really interesting. It's um, I think I've said this one time before that, you know, what is it, 80? No, it's not 80. 95% of the conversations in the world are gossip. And I am so guilty of that. You have no idea. I can't wait to hear some gossip and run and tell somebody. <laughs> so, <clears throat> maybe I need to work on that. I don't know. So anyway, that's the news of the day. So I'm going to talk about, like I said, probably two things. And they sort of go together or not. Because I, I read your emails that I get from you. And I guess some of you had trouble getting hold of me because... You're not quite sure how Michael is spelled because it's because it's Michael K McMaster at yahoo.com. But some people spell Michael A-E-L. Some people spell it, which is the correct way, E-A-L. Some people think the letter K is the word K, K-A-Y. It goes on and on and on. So if you can't remember all that, I have another one. Fox under the fence at gmail.com. So just think of a fox going under a fence. You remember my email, right? Foxunderthefence at gmail.com. I need to create these different things. You know, I get bored very easily. So anyway. All right. So what I'm going to talk about today. So, um, okay. You know, I keep saying we're spiritual beings, right? And so there are two things that are sort of important in life, in, in, in Western society, right? One is money. And the other one is what you do every day kind of thing. So... Money. I don't know which one to start with first. Um, mm, okay, let me let me start with the money one. All right, then I'll do the other one. No, no, let me start with the other one. <laughs> so, 
All right, believe it or not, this is a computer problem then. Um, we actually have a story in our head about our life. I'm going to try to make this simple, right? We have a story in our head about our life. Now, probably one of the most common stories that we have in our head is that we're a victim, all right? So we keep telling ourselves, oh, you know, I'm a victim because, you know, I don't know, this happened, that happened, that happened. That is the story in our head. Now, here's the interesting thing. What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Did the events happen first and you became the victim? Or was your story that you are a victim, then the events followed to reinforce that you are a victim? Well, it's actually that one, right? So if you were to think about what you think about, you'll find that you have this story in your head about your life. Like, relationships never work for me. <laughs> that's a good one, right? And so what happened, that's the story you have. That's your life story. So guess what? On my philosophy, that you keep manifesting relationships that don't work because that is your story. Now, your story can be, it's everything. Everything that's in your life at the present time is connected to your story about life. So it's, I'm going to say this again. It's not that the events happen and that then becomes your story. No, you create the story and then the events happen to match your story. Now, because most of us, me included, <laughs> uh, times, don't even know the story that's going on in our head. It just plays automatically. You know what some people say, you know, con subconscious mind, right? Like driving a car. I said this before. You drive a car automatically. You don't even have to think about it. I mean, sometimes I drive. I don't even know how I got there. <laughs> but anyway, um, so anyway, so this is what how it works. So you've got to listen to the story in your head. Because that is a thing that's making your life happen. So. Oh, let's say, you know, you work in some work, you know, whatever, and you hate it. And so you keep telling yourself, I hate this work. That's the story. What happens? The work keeps hating you. <laughs> Do you see? Become aware of the story of your life, because the story of your life is the very thing that's manifesting your life. It is not the other way around, right? I have learned this, you know, I have done radical changes in my life. And I, I go back and I think, yes, because I changed the story in my head. And I'm about to do it again. So I've had a story about my life that I've been playing out for the last six years. And I'm now changing that story to be something else. It's like I'm putting down this storybook and I'm picking up another one that's going to give me a different story in life, which means that it's going to give me different events, circumstances, and situations in my life. Now, this is how life is meant to be. It's like if you are an artist and you paint a picture on a canvas, on an easel, and then you look at it and you go, okay, I've seen all this now. I don't really like it. I'm going to erase it all. And I'm going to paint another picture on 
on the same canvas. And the canvas is your life. Do you see? You look at the canvas as being your life and that you're painting the picture on it. But you can change that picture, the whole picture, at any time. I have done this in a big way, more than once. And so there is like an adjustment period of transition of going from one story to another. This is how life works. So this story that you create in your head about your life is the most important thing because that is what you're actually watching in front of you. So you go, okay, Michael, how do you change the story? Now, most of us cannot do big things in a big way straight away. It overwhelms us. It overwhelms me. You do things by steps. So what you do is you pick part of your story that you don't like, that's not working for you. And so the thing that you do, what I do, it's like daydreaming. It's like what children do. It's, and there are many references to that in, in philosophy, even in the Bible, that you have to become like children again. Because, you know, when children, what do we do? We have fun, we play, we have a great time, all like this. And then we become older and we have become responsible, you know, miserable, depressed, and we need everything to get us out of that, and we die, right? So you have to become like a child again. And in your mind, create fantasy. Create a different story about anything. Say if it is your work. Create a different, see yourself in a different situation altogether that you're having fun with. Do you see what I mean? It's as simple as that. Because that's how you created the original story, the same way by sort of deciding what you wanted to do in life, deciding on the kind of person that you wanted to marry, where you wanted to live. All those things had to happen first, those decisions, then the story followed because you're already setting that up in your mind. You do the same thing. So you take a small piece of your life, your story, and then you change it into something else. And you do that with each part of your life that you're not happy in. And that will manifest or bring the events or situations to you magically so that that can happen. But if you keep reinforcing the same story all the time, the same story stays there. It doesn't float away. You know, it stays there like a block of concrete. This is what's meant by spiritually, you are given free will to create and experience anything that you want. That's what this plane or earth plane, physical plane, whatever you want to call it, that's what it's all about. We have created all the misery. You look at nature. I watch nature all the time. You know, I see the butterflies flying around, you know, squirrel here, whatever, and a duck walking by, things like this. So anyway, start to change the story. And if you can do that, you can start to change your life. You know, like I said, this physical plane and everything, you know, it's, it's magical in itself. I don't see nature struggling with itself. There's a lot of things I don't see them struggling with themselves. It's only us humans because we create all these stupid things to make ourselves miserable. It's ridiculous. Money is one of the biggest ones. And I'm going to talk about that next. Um, 
because I get emails about that. And so I'm going to teach you something about that. So anyway, so your story, start to change parts of your story, and then you change the whole picture. And there's a step further you can go with this um, that I sort of practice. It's sort of where I don't have any thought. I mean, that's going to sound bizarre, right? But I don't have any thought. I'm just like pure consciousness. And I sort of create the next thought that I want. And magically enough, that sort of manifests in my life. Because I don't have this whole other story going on that's in conflict with it. So, you know, because if you have a whole story going on, that's a miserable story of your life, and you have one thought that's like a good thought, that one thought is in conflict with the rest of the story. So it's not going to happen. So there has to be some kind of perseverance with it, you see, with the new story that you want. So what I've learned and tried to do, and I can do it, is that I have no story going on in my head about my life. It just is. And then I only think about what I want and what I want to experience. That is the way to be. The brain's not meant to do what we actually use it for, believe it or not. And that's another whole story. I'll get into that another time. So if you can get to that place where you're not thinking, you're just being, and then you just have a thought, it will manifest. But but that's hard for a lot of people. You got to work at that for a while. I mean, I do it through meditation. Uh, that's why I'm able to do it, you know, and I know it works. So, But the other thing, in changing parts of your story that you don't like, you can do that. And you can start from that place. The whole idea of being on this plane, on this earth plane, is to live with joy. I've said this about the body, you know, the sense of taste, the sense of smell, you know, the touch, you know, vision. It's all to experience joy in, in what exists here. But we don't look at it that way. So anyway, so that's that, right? Let me see. Okay, so I'm going to talk about money again because I get a lot of emails about it. And anyway, all right, money. That's a story in your life as well. How money is in your life is actually a physical representation of the story you have in your head about money that goes on every day. So because, you know, we live in a world where, you know, money is needed to survive and it determines, you know, how well you're going to live in a lot of ways, even though I have discovered for myself, um, I have the least in my life at the present time. I don't have a lot of stuff I've got to maintain. I have really practically nothing. But not everybody can do that. But that's about to sort of change for me. But I've learned to live in simplicity and and not with a lot. I, can, I cannot tell you how freeing it is. And I see other people, I see people, you know, people with a lot of money. It's a huge burden, a huge burden for them because they've got to manage it somehow. It's like something they've got to take care of and manage. And if it's not going the way they want it to go, then they get depressed. And, oh, you have no idea. So all of us have a story in our head about money, even me. And what happens is that we manifest the story. And, but the influences on that story, where it came from, can be from anywhere. But for most of us, it's our parents. We play out exactly what our parents did for most of us. 
So however our parents dealt with money or what the situations were in our life at that time, we pick those up and that becomes part of our story. And then what we do is that we play that out in our lifetime. For some people, it's not like that. They may be a lot stronger, more individualistic, and they're, they're driven by something different in life. But that's what happens. So you can change that story as well, right? And their money wounds is a term that's for it. You carry around these money wounds with you that you carry into the future with you and you play them out. So you have to heal those. And the way that you heal them is what I just said before, is create a different story about money for you and how it'll be. The other way is, is to go back and look at it and just change it. You understand that? Go back to where all the money wounds are, look at them and say, this no longer affects me now. I've healed this. And whatever it might be. So there are two things. You can create a different story in your head, and I'll tell you what to do with that. And you can go back and you can heal the wounds. Go back to where they are and heal them and say, you know, I no longer are affected by this. You see? And you can do that with anything. Like relationships that you've had. You can go back and heal those relationships in time. You go back and you heal them. Believe it or not, this is going to sound bizarre to you. It affects what happens to you in the future. So if you go back and heal all the hurt that you've had in the past by forgiving it and forgiving the people, what happens is, is that that changes what happens to you in the future. So you no longer attract people or situations that bring you hurt. It's the same with the money. If you go back and you, you forgive all that and heal it and say, this no longer affects me, this is, was a positive experience for my growth, it no longer affects you in the future. You see? So, I mentioned this on one of the other podcasts. There's a Japanese word that means thank you, which is the word arigato. Appreciation and gratitude in things brings more to you. So financially, I've said this before, every time you pay something, you know, like you go to the store and you hand over money, if you say, I have gratitude for the fact that I have this money and thanks that I have this money and I'm giving this money over to bring joy and happiness to these people and wealth will come back to me, that's exactly what will happen. Anything that you have gratitude for increases. When you receive money, when money comes to you, if you say, I am grateful for this coming to me, and I bless the people that it came from, it will increase. This is a spiritual law. Right? You can live by the other way, in the world, and struggle, or you can take these things, which are spiritual laws that work, they're meant to work because they're meant to help us, and it'll make your life a lot easier. Like I said, you can take that and use it with anything. I know people who go through 
relationship after relationship after relationship, right? And like I said in the other piece, it's because you have the same story in your head. There's something inside of you that's saying it's going to probably fail or something, or you don't have faith in it because of the story you've had. Now, the other parts of all this is that like the money thing. It's the gratitude that increases it, but there's something else that's even more important. If you believe that the universe cares about you and that the universe will take care of you, it will do it. You have to have that belief. That's part of, like I said, another story. So if your story is that the universe will take care of you and always protect you financially, in romance, anything, that becomes the story of your life, that becomes the law of your life, and that's what happens. Do you see? It's all in your hands. Everything is. So you have the awesome power to recreate your life in any way that you want it at any moment. Now, let me tell you one more thing. Right. Timing in things. Because you'll be sitting there going, oh, it's going to take me 10 years to meet somebody. Or, you know, uh, five years to make a million dollars. No. This is what happens. This is how it works. If you believe that something exists in the present, you know, I don't know, whatever it may be that you need, it starts to manifest itself in the present. If you believe that something is going to take a long time to get, it's going to take a long time. If you can get yourself to the point where you can believe or feel that something is right here, now, it starts the mechanism to bring it to you so much quicker. Never put time, never think about time in any of these things that you do, because it's not there. We create time. Time doesn't exist. It's a clock, right? Runs around. Right? We believe it's real. No, it's not. You age because you believe you age. There are some people, I'll tell you something, I'll tell you this story. Um, I had these clients that, a um, long time ago, they used to come from, you know, I don't know, the Middle East, right? And it was really interesting because, um, and they were born in like villages and stuff like this, right? And I'd ask them, I'd say, how old are you? And they'd say, oh, I don't know. I'd say, you don't know? And they go, no. I said, oh. I said, why? I said, well, we're born in villages and... I said, well, how do you know when you go to school? And I go, by our height. I go, well, that's really interesting. And I said, so, well, I said, well, you're in America um, and you have a driver's license, right? I go, they go, yeah. I said, well, what do you put on that? They said, oh, something we made up. <laughs> right? Here's the interesting thing. You could not tell how old these people were because they had no concept of age. They could have been 40, they could have been 35, they could have been 50. They had this ageless look about them because it wasn't stamped in their head that they're supposed to look a certain way at 50 or a certain way at 35, right? That's how powerful we are. But we put these things on us, you know, like it has to be this, it has to be that. Then we become that. If you believe you're going to be poor, you'll become it. If you believe you're going to be wealthy, you'll become it. If you believe you're going to be well, you'll become it. If you believe you're going to be ill, you'll become it. It's all an experience. The whole thing of being on this planet is to experience anything that we want. And we can take it any way that we want. It's all in your hands. All right. This is my podcast. I thank you so much for listening. 
and please use the information.